Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about what's going on around the league, the news and updates around the NRL at the moment. The first one, Isaiah Papali'i may backflip on his deal with the West Tigers. One of the reasons he signed there reportedly was because of Madge Maguire. Now that he's been sacked, he thinks they're going down this deep hole. This is all speculation. This is all what I've been reading off various sources as well as some speculation as well. We don't know why truly outside looking in, he may want to leave the West Tigers, but we can only assume it's because of all the drama that's been happening over the past few months, especially all the Luke Brooks drama saying he's leaving. All this stuff comes out about Luke Brooks. All the stuff comes out about the coach, Madge McGuire. You can understand why players wouldn't want to go there, particularly also because they aren't one of the best teams. They aren't one of the best attractive brands in rugby league. So you can understand why a player may not want to go there, but we can only speculate. We can only assume outside looking in. We don't know the true reason why Isaiah Papali'i might not want to go to the West Tigers. May want to stay with the Yields. We don't know. Can the Yields afford? him. There is a lot of things to think about, but if he does backflip from this deal, he could be one of the hottest properties on the market. We all said that he was the signing of the year at the start of the year, at the start of last year when he went to the Parramatta Reels. We said that he was the signing of the year for sure. This guy would be one of the hottest properties on the market. Really talented back rower, great offload, great running game, great passing game. He might be the hottest property on the market. If he does backflip from this deal. Maybe he goes to the Dolphins. Maybe he goes to be coached under Wayne Bennett. A lot of things to think about here. He is definitely one of the hottest properties on the market going forward if he does backflip from this West Tigers deal. It would be huge news if he does. Huge news, especially for the West Tigers who are struggling, who are looking for a bit of a rebuild. It would be big news finding out that you're going to be losing one of the stars that you've managed to pick up in Isaiah Papali'i because that is not an easy pickup. And if the Tigers lose him, I don't think anyone would really want to go and sign there, to be honest. I think that's just the reality of the matter. I think Isaiah Papali'i, a really talented player in this competition, if they start drawing guys like him into this squad, especially with Abby Coruscant coming in, if Papali'i leaves, then Coruscant might leave. And then they've got no stars, no talent that are going to draw in some rugby league fans into this club. Guys like Abby Coruscant, guys like Isaiah Papali'i, now well known to these young guys, not only is it going to be harder to attract more stars to the club, it's going to be harder to attract the new up-and-coming talent to the club as well because all of these stars are backflipping on the deal to go there and leaving. So look, from a Parramatta point of view, if they can afford him and he backflips and he signs with Parramatta, great. If he signs with the Dolphins, that is a huge marquee signing. If he stays with the West Tigers and this is all fake, then there you go. I'm willing to cop that one on the chin. But this is what I'm hearing. There are many reports suggesting that he will backflip on that deal. But we'll have to see what really comes of this over the next few days, next few weeks. Uh, Penrith, New South Wales stars. So Nathan Cleary, Isaiah Yo, Api Corusau, Jerome Luai, Brian Toto, and Stephen Crichton all set to be rested this weekend. So the Penrith Panthers will be a little depleted against the West Tigers. I don't think that will matter too much, but then again, 
Penrith did lose to the Tigers this time last year after Origin. So we could see a cheeky little Tigers win here. I'm still going to tip Penrith. I think the Penrith with Sean O'Sullivan and Kurt Falls will do very, very well. I really like Kurt Falls. I think he's a great player. Sean O'Sullivan done some great things while Nathan Cleary was obviously out at the start of the season. So I think this year Penrith will do all right without their main stars against the West Tigers. I still think they get the win in that game. Speaking of the Tigers, they are going for a bit of a switcheroo. It looks like Hastings will be playing lock forward. Luke Brooks will be playing at halfback. And then Adam Dewey will be playing at six. Not confirmed yet. The lineups will come out around about when I post this podcast. So we'll have to see if I'm right. But it looks like Hastings will be playing in the lock forward role. I think this was inevitable. I think that Hastings was going to move to the 13 as soon as Adam Dewey came back. I think that Adam Dewey is a genuine six in our competition and a really good one at that. So I really do think that Dewey will eventually, if it's not this week, it may be next week, move into that six role. And then Luke Brooks to the seven and then obviously Hastings. That means he'll be playing in the lock forward role. Wouldn't mind Hastings and doing the halves with obviously Luke Brooks playing at nine. That's how I would go. I reckon Luke Brooks will do a really good job at nine. I also think that Hastings, I'm not sure about him as a lock forward. I think he's a great 5'8 and a great halfback. He's going to be in the halves. I think he'd do really well at halfback. He's been doing really well at halfback over the past few weeks. Uh, And then obviously bring Dewey into the six. That's a pretty dangerous halves pairing, Dewey and Hastings. And then Luke Brooks at nine as well. A few scurries at a dummy half. He's done it before. He's played hooker at the back end of game in most games over the past few weeks. So I reckon that he'd do a great job at nine, Luke Brooks. We'll just have to wait and see how this side turns out over the next few weeks. Uh, We also heard Brett Kamali potentially thinking about dropping Luke Brooks as well. So hopefully that doesn't come into fruition because Luke Brooks is a first grader through and through. We'll have to see how this side looks in the next few minutes. But uh, by the time this podcast comes out, the side should be out for this weekend. So we'll have to see how that one turns out. But anyway, on to the next thing, Mitchell Moses. Mitch Moses being eyed off by the Dolphins for 2024. Obviously, his contract is still in 2023. He's contracted with the Eels for 2023. So 2024 is a potential option for Mitch Moses. I don't think he leaves the Parramatta Reels. I think he's grown to love the Parramatta Reels. I don't think he's going to leave there, especially when they're a few years off winning a premiership. Personally, I do not see him leaving the Eels at all, but the Dolphins still eyeing him off. They're still looking for their marquee signing. So he'd definitely be one to watch Mitch Moses. As I said, still don't think he's going to leave the yields. I just don't think that one's going to happen. Reese Walsh. A report came out saying he's going to play 5'8 beside Adam Reynolds. Another report came out today saying he's playing fullback and that he's a genuine fullback according to Kevy Walters. So we'll have to see how this one goes. Two reports for two different positions. What would you rather, him playing 5'8 or fullback? Let me know in my DMs. Uh, for the listeners out there, let me know what you think. Reese Walsh, is he a 5'8 or is he a fullback? Personally, for me, he is definitely a fullback. Although Selwyn Cobbo, they've got a guy that has done so well at fullback in Q Cup. I think the other day against the Dragons would have been a great shot to see him move to fullback. A little taste of him at fullback. I think yesterday or two days ago, sorry, was a great opportunity for Cobbo to come in and play fullback. I reckon that Cobbo would be an unreal fullback in first grade. He's shown us what he can do in Q Cup. However, we've seen what Ezra Mam can do at six over the past few weeks. 
Does Kevy want to stick with Mam at six? Does he want to leave Reese Walsh at fullback and have Cobbo on the wing there? Cobbo has been sensational on the wing. I think he'd be great at fullback. We'll have to see what Kevy wants to do with this side. He's sport for choice for next season. It is going to be very interesting to see how the Broncos go. I reckon they could be anything, honestly, anything in 2023. I reckon they make finals again. I reckon they make the top four next year. They are definitely going to be a force over the next few years. And then the last update here is Nikarima. He has signed with the Dolphins for 2023. Very interesting one. They're most likely going to be playing him in the halves. Nikarima, for me, would have been a 14. I don't think that I would start him in the halves if I had signed him to my club. If I had signed Nikarima to my club, it would be to play 14, generally because of his versatility. I think Sean O'Sullivan for next year has definitely locked down one of the halves spots. I think it's a matter of time to see who plays in the six. I think Sean O'Sullivan will play in the seven, and then they got to sign a really good six. Cameron Munster or Anthony Milford are the guys that I think will be playing in the starting halves role. I think Cody Nikarima, depending on if they get to sign anyone, will be playing in the 14 jersey for me. Oh, well.